0: This is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro from Prism Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro.
1: And welcome to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. I'm your host, Robert Dodaro, the founder of Prism Wealth Management. And this show is all about helping you, the people of Ohio, better understand uh, what's happening in the world, what's happening in the markets, the economy, how that's impacting your wealth, your ability to retire and hopefully retire with confidence uh, as you go through these, you know, rocky years that we've been through over the past few years. Uh, with me, as always, I've got my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. And Tony, how's how's everything going? The month of December for you?
0: Uh, Great. Uh, You know, I love this time of year—the holidays. uh, I've just been really busy trying to get ready for the holidays and a Christmas vacation; those types of things. But yeah, I've been great. How
1: about you? How have you been? trying to keep it all together. I mean, uh, my wife is due at any time now. I mean, she's due January 12th, so we still got some time, but she's definitely in the nesting phase and, oh, yeah. uh, you know, the, the more exhausted phase, we'll just oh. say, where she, she needs to rest a little bit more. And so trying to do my best to help out around there. And then, yep. of course, you know, we've got family coming in town for the holidays as well, too, and some are staying with us. So, uh, you know, trying trying to juggle many things at once, like always, but that, that's life. That's how it goes, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: that is mm-hmm. how it goes. Well, mm-hmm. and I think that, uh, you're right. There's a lot going on anyway for most people, but wow, uh, you're mm-hmm. expecting. And I, I congratulate, yeah, I'm excited. Um, oh, yeah. do you know what the baby is going to be?
1: No, the, the the baby did not want to tell us. Ah, so the baby okay. kept its legs crossed. Okay. And, you know, uh, you know, uh, w- my wife had to go in for another ultrasound recently just to check things out. And she made sure to stress like, hey, don't look. We don't want to know. We don't want to see anything by accident because oh, yeah, we've, ar- we've already waited this long. Like, you know, uh, why ruin the surprise now? So. Uh, <laughs> That's you know, right. But That's right. Even as I'm Christmas shopping, though, I keep looking at things and it's like, man, that'd be really great if I was having a boy, I could buy that. Or that looks really cute. If it was a girl, I'd buy that. But I don't know for sure what we're having. So yep. you don't want to uh, waste we'll, that we'll, money.
0: Even if you see something really cute on sale, you got you to gotta oh, let yeah. it go.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll have plenty yeah, of time. time. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. We'll figure it yeah. out. So, uh, but yeah, you know, we're excited about that and, you know, really just going through and just uh, trying to enjoy the holidays as best as we can and, uh, you know, try and try and make it through to the baby. That's, that's, that's really the goals right now. And, uh, you know, when we talk about, you know, topic this week, there's, there's, you know, we're getting close to the end of the year. And I know when January rolls around, a lot of people look at retiring at the beginning of the year and it, it makes sense, right? You're starting a new year might as well start the new year retired um, but a lot of people are also considering taking Social security right now uh, with that and I really wanted to dive into it because it is a really big piece of the puzzle when you talk about uh, your retirement plans you know Social Security for most people uh, provides about 40 percent of their income in retirement now for some people it's 80 90 or hundred percent of their income uh, and It's such a big piece, and I think so many people have questions on when they should take it, what some of the rules are. This is why we do workshops uh, on Social Security as well, too. Uh, in fact, we will have another one posted on our website coming up later for the month of January. We're not ready to announce the dates and times yet, but uh, towards the end of the month of January, we will have another workshop on Social Security where you can come out and hear more in-depth information on this. But uh, I, you know, I kind of wanted to touch on it because most people, I think their attitude is, well, I'm going to retire. And as soon as I retire, I'm going to start taking Social Security. Uh, and it's, it's logical. I mean, it makes sense, right? I'm retired. Let me kick on uh, my Social Security. But there are a lot of reasons to consider waiting to take your social security. And uh, I think most people tend to overlook these ideas because the the thought is always, well, if I wait, how long do I need to live before I actually start making more money? And am I going to live that long? Right. Right. Like that's the, that's the normal debate every person has when they think about taking social security. Um, and if you're thinking about the problem in that context, I can tell you uh, you're, You're setting yourself up for failure, all right? Um, And the reason why I say that is because you're never going to know. You'll you'll never know if you're right or wrong Mm -hmm. because you never know when you're going to die. You never know when your spouse is going to die. Like you don't have control over that. So you're trying to solve a problem where your odds of success are extremely low. So first thing we want people to do is just throw that mentality away. All right. Make it your New Year's resolution. I'm going to look at Social Security differently moving forward. And you really need to be thinking about it not in terms of how much are you going to make over your life, But in terms of how much of my monthly income will it provide, right? Like, let's just say I needed $5,000 a month uh, from Social Security. And between me and my spouse, uh, if we take it at retirement, it only provides half of that income for us. But if we're able to wait, you know, two more years, let's say now it provides 65 or 70% of your monthly income. Okay, well, these are things you can plan around, right? I know Social Security is gonna take care of this percentage of my monthly expenses. Maybe it can cover 100% of your monthly expenses if you delay it a little while. Well, good, that just means that you won't need to rely on your money for your monthly expenses if you can wait till Social Security a little bit later. So the reason why we say look at it in terms of monthly expenses is simple. You can you can you can calculate that. You can look at those numbers. You can track those numbers. You can test those numbers. Uh, I know that if I take it right now, it's going to cover half my expenses. Versus if I wait a year or two, it's going to cover two-thirds or whatever it may be, whatever the percentage is. It really doesn't matter what the percentage is. But you want to look at it in those terms because it's much easier to build a plan around that, okay? If I know I only need my assets to provide $1,000 a month versus $1,500 a month, well, guess what? I don't need as much money to generate $1,000 a month. It makes it easier on my money to sustain if we live longer as well, too. So, First, let's just get the concept out. You know, we want to look at it in terms of monthly expenses, not in terms of lifetime earnings. That's, that's the big thing I tell you to change your thinking about right away. Now, as I see it, as we look through and we look at, uh, you know, what options are available in Social Security, now I will say this too, not always am I telling people they need to wait. But there are reasons to consider waiting. And the I've got four of them today. So throughout the show and throughout the podcast, we're going to cover all four of these. Uh, you know, Tony, so if you're keeping score at home, <laughs> the, the the four reasons, right? Okay. Uh, delaying Social Security can help you increase your own personal benefit. We all know that. Yeah. It can help increase your spousal benefit as well. Uh, it can help increase your survivor benefit. Mm-hmm. And finally, it can help you save money on taxes as well, too. So this is not to say that all four of these apply to everybody, but you should investigate if the savings on these things actually benefits you more. Like these are four things you need to investigate before you decide taking Social Security, because each one of them can potentially save you a lot of money, make you a lot of money, or just alleviate some concerns you have as you get older throughout life. Uh, so before you do anything, you want to have the time to sit down with someone and take a look just at Social Security. What strategies might make sense? Should I take it right away and my wife wait a few years after I retire before she takes it? Um, should we both start right away? Should both of us wait till 70? Uh, should one of us wait till 70, right? What you know, There's all kinds of combinations in, in there as well, too. But you want to try and narrow it down first to, what are a couple different strategies that might make sense for you? So once you have those strategies, then you can put that those pieces into your bigger plan. And we'll talk about that more in the next segment as to a bigger plan. But, you know, increasing your own benefit, right, Tony? I think everyone knows if that as you wait on Social Security, the longer you wait, it rolls up. the more money you make, right? Right. So- there's there's three main ages you want to be aware of. Age 62. If you're trying to take your own personal benefits, age 62 is when you can start taking your own benefit based on your own earnings. Uh, you have to have 40 credits of earnings history uh, in order to qualify, and you can earn four credits per year. So you need 10 years of earnings and paying into the Social Security system to be eligible for a benefit, but. Social Security will look at your 35 highest years to evaluate what your benefit actually is. So every year from 10 to 35, it increases how much money you're going to get. Okay. So maybe at age 62, maybe you you, you stayed at home and you, you helped take care of the kids for a few years earlier on and you started working later and you working those couple extra years are what you need to get the full 35 years in the system. So just working those extra couple years or delaying retirement um, and potentially delaying social security has benefits on your side you're going to get a bigger increase. So at 62, you can take your benefit. That's the earliest you can take it, but you're getting a reduced benefit at that time. You're not making quite as much money if you take it at 62. Full retirement age is where you get your actual full benefit and full retirement age could be anywhere from, uh, you know, up to age 67, just depends on what year you were born. Some of you are 66 and eight months, 66 and four months. Some of you were 65, some are 67. But full retirement age is, you know, for most people now is 67, I would say. So when you're talking about that, every month from age 62 to 67, you are getting an increase in how much money you are getting from Social Security. You're going up by about five and a half percent, maybe six percent, uh, depending on what your full retirement age is uh, You know, every year that you wait. So your benefit is getting bigger. You're getting more cost of living adjustments in there uh, while it is growing. Now, if you wait beyond full retirement age and you wait all the way up to age 70, every year from full retirement age to age 70, you are getting an 8% increase. Okay. And let's just say, Tony, I mean, would you rather get an 8% increase on $2,000 or an 8% increase on $2,500? Uh, 2,500. That's right. You're going to get more money, the bigger your benefit. So people look at it in terms of that one year. Oh, well, waiting. Yeah. I start off with a higher number. No, no, no. Every time there's a cost of living adjustment, which happens pretty much every year, most years, um, you're making more money moving forward. Every single year, you get a bigger increase when there's these cost of living adjustments. And we're talking about an 8.7% increase in the cost of living for next year on social security. So it can add up to a substantial amount of money. So 8 0.7% 0.7% no.
0: on top increase on, you know, $1,300 is one thing, but on $2,300, much better.
1: Yeah, it, it adds up and it creates a little bit better of a benefit for you uh, and more monthly income. And think about it. If, you're, if your benefit, let's just say your benefit went up by about $200 per month because of this, right? Um you would have to save about an extra fifty dollars to $60,000 to generate $200 a month for yourself for the rest of your life. Okay. So, I mean, that's how significant of an increase that is for you. It's not It's not small numbers we're talking about. When you look at it, oh, it's just $75 a month or $150 a month. No, no, no. If you were trying to generate that income with your savings, you would need a good chunk of change to generate that income. So, waiting on Social Security increases your benefit and makes it to where you get bigger increases every year moving forward on Social Security. So this is all part of what we look at when we do our Social Security analysis. It's one of the steps in the Clear Retirement Solution where we take a look at Social Security to help people come up with different strategies and different tactics that they might want to consider before they start taking Social Security. And if you're ready to look at what retirement is going to look like for you, what are your odds of success that you won't run out of money before you die? then you need to start looking at building your own clear retirement solution. And it's our customized process that we take you through uh, where you meet with us in either one of our Worcester or Wadsworth offices. You'll come meet with us. And, uh, you know, we go through and help you paint that picture of what retirement is going to look like for you on your current path. This is a complimentary process that we will take you through to show you what your path is right now and then ultimately identify if there's opportunities for us to work together moving forward. But if you're trying to figure out what retirement it's going to look like, then you need to start building a plan now. And all you need to do to start your own clear retirement solution is call 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. But we'll be back in just a moment with more of the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast.
0: When you think of a puzzle, what would you say is the most important piece? A corner? A side piece? I would argue that the most important piece of a puzzle is the picture on the box. And the same can be said for your retirement. Robert Dodaro from Prison Wealth Management would love to show you your retirement picture. For more information, call 330-804-0123 or visit his website at wealthofohio.com. firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered through AEWM LLC. And welcome back to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, Robert Dodaro. Robert, great show so far today talking about why it might be important to wait to file for Social Security and let those benefits uh, roll up a bit, right?
1: Mm -hmm. That's right. I mean, waiting, we've already said waiting can't, well, we already know, it it does increase your benefit. You waiting, if you can wait longer, you will make more money from Social Security. Um, The question inevitably becomes, do you have the assets to help sustain yourself while you're waiting? right? Like, do I have enough money to live on while I'm delaying social security without hurting myself too much? And this is why you need a clear picture. Social security can't just be one part of the picture. Like I had a client where we discussed delaying social security and he said, you know, I talked to social security and they think my wife should take it now. Um, And I'm like, well, yeah, that's because they're only looking at social security. They're not looking at your tax strategy. They're not looking at how much money you have saved and how much taxes are over there as well, too. Uh, And they're also avoiding the fact that, you know, we need to look at your surviving benefits as well. So, and that's really the second reason why I think people should consider waiting. So you waiting delays your benefit. Also, by waiting, you get a higher spousal benefit. So, you are eligible to claim a benefit up to half of your spouse's benefit um, if that benefit is more than your own personal benefit. Okay. And this is one of the weaker reasons, I will say, for waiting. This isn't the strongest reason, but uh, the reason why we say that is because. Let's just break the rules down. So at 62, if you're trying to claim a benefit off your spouse, now you had to have been married for at least nine months, okay, to that person to be eligible for a spousal benefit on them. But at 62, you're only getting one third of what their benefit would be at full retirement age, you're getting half of what their benefit would be. So every month you wait from 62 to full retirement age, which could be 67 or 66 and a half, just depending on what your age is. But Every month you wait, you're getting a bigger percentage of your spouse's benefit uh, in there. And that's really critical. I mean, that amounts to extra money every single month that could add up. Now, the reason why I say this is probably one of the weaker reasons is because of also the third reason why we delay, and that's surviving benefits. It's nice if you're getting half of the spouse, but if one of you dies, that spousal benefit is going away okay and whatever the biggest benefit is that's the surviving benefit so if let's say one spouse was getting 2000 and the other one was getting $1000 a month doesn't matter which one of them dies either one of them dies the surviving spouse is going to get the $2000 per month okay and it's surviving benefits that really matter okay because In the end, I need to know if one of us dies, what's it going to look like for the surviving spouse? You know, maybe to death till death do us part, but I don't stop caring about my spouse the moment I die. I don't. I I still want my spouse to be taken care of if something happens to me. I mean, I hope it's that way for for all our listeners out there, right? You know, uh, I, I have had a couple phone calls where I've questioned that at times, but you know, realistically. When you're thinking about it, you have to look at your benefit, your spouse's benefit, and the surviving benefit, okay? And by waiting, also, your surviving benefit can be higher. So I guess let's take a quick pause here, Tony, and clarify a couple things. So. One, when you're taking a spousal benefit, whether it's a half or a third, you're not impacting that other person's benefit, right? So, like me getting $1,000 based on my spouse's $2,000 benefit doesn't hurt their 2000 in any way. I'm just getting $1,000, okay? So... It's not like you're taking money from your spouse. You're just getting a benefit based off of your spouse's earnings history. And that was brought around because there were a lot of stay home spouses, stay-at-home moms, stay-at-home dads, uh, who didn't work enough years to be eligible. But, you know, staying at home and taking care of kids is a hard job. So you 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 should be entitled to some benefit, right? That That's the way the government looked at it. So this is why you are eligible for a spousal benefit. However you know you need to be thinking about it one in terms of w- me waiting is it going to increase my benefit is it going to increase my spousal benefit? And if one of us dies, what's the surviving benefit going to be? Because that's ultimately probably going to be one of the biggest pieces of income for whoever the surviving spouse is. So in some cases, I, I, we do that strategy where we say, hey, you know what? You take your benefit early, but the other spouse is going to wait a little bit longer because theirs is the surviving benefit. And we want to make sure they get as much money as possible there because if one of you dies, that's how much money the survivor has to live on. So it's a very very, very important thing that many people tend to overlook is that survivor benefit. Um, And there are rules for how you can claim a survivor benefit. If you're uh, concerned about that, then I would encourage you to attend one of my social security workshops. We will have one towards the end of January next year. I'm taking some time off until the baby comes, uh, you know, but then once the baby comes, then we're going to start doing workshops again. Uh, So in the meantime, you know, keep listening to the show. We'll keep dropping more tips on these things. But I would strongly, Encourage you to investigate these reasons uh, because there are a lot of times where we see waiting a year or two, it it makes you extra money. You get those bigger cost of living adjustments. Your surviving spouse gets more money should one of you die earlier, and that helps protect the family. Uh, But also, by waiting a year or two, what we find is the fourth reason, and one of the more important reasons, is you can save a lot of money in taxes. Okay. And this section may take a little bit longer. We may have to go into our bonus segment to fully explain sure. this. So if you're listening on the radio, uh, we always do a bonus segment for our podcast listeners, which you can always catch us on Amazon, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, or you can go to our website, my. PrismWealth.com and check out our radio link where you can hear this show and listen to it again and listen to any of our other shows uh, as well too. But we like to be a good informational resource for the people of Ohio to help you better understand a little bit more about how your wealth works. And I know most people don't get taxes, right? You know, like it's not something that we like to focus on. We just want to get it over with when February, March and April rolls around and hope that what we, you know, we either get a good refund or we don't owe too much money, right? But the reality is, is that you have to understand taxes in retirement. Otherwise, you could be losing a whole bunch of money. So let me, you know, first explain. So Social Security in the beginning, when you start drawing Social Security, you do not owe federal income tax on it. However, once your income gets to certain levels, you do have to start paying income taxes on it. So if you are an individual retired and on social security, uh, once it's called provisional income, once your provisional income gets above $25,000, then up to half of your social security can be considered taxable income. Meaning that, you know, let's say you're again, you were getting $20,000 per year in social security. Well, up to 10,000 of it could be considered Taxable income to you, and what that means is you might owe, you know, a thousand or twelve hundred dollars in taxes, maybe two thousand, depending on what your income is uh, in retirement. So, but once you cross that number, every dollar you make, all of a sudden, you're paying taxes on that one dollar plus taxes on another dollar of Social Security. So it gets to be really expensive once you start taking Social Security. Uh, We show these numbers to people all the time using our tax planning software, uh, where uh, just today, as a matter of fact, I met with someone and they're already on Social Security, but they're on a they're on their personal benefit waiting to switch to a survivor benefit later. Uh, And we were able to get out about $75,000 from her IRA this year. uh, And she she would be paying less than 10%, okay? Not too bad, right? You can get a lot of money out, pay less than 10% on it uh, if you know what you're doing and how to take the money the right way and know the strategies. Uh, But, and again, it doesn't apply to everybody, but at the same time, when her social security goes up in a couple years and we want to take that same $75,000 out, now all of a sudden she's paying 22% on all of the money. So, there's a potential of saving seven or eight thousand dollars in taxes by taking the money out now versus waiting to take it out later in there as well. So this is where it gets confusing, so i I, I get listeners at home maybe, you know, wait, say that again, Robert. how does that work? You can get lost oh. in the weeds here. So easily. And it's it, this is why we understand the value of technology, right? Like we put these numbers up on the screen to show people and use visuals so people can see these numbers because it's so much easier when you have the numbers in front of you, right? Like, and you can go through it. But there's not one set of numbers that applies to everybody. Everyone's situation is different. Everyone's situation is unique. This is why we put the numbers into the software and then play with it a little bit and start testing it and throwing rocks at it and saying, look, what happens if we live longer or die early? Does it still make sense? What happens uh, to tax planning? Does it save us money in taxes if we wait a little while longer, right? But let's just say waiting, you know, two years, you know, um, by delaying Social Security for two years, you made an extra $350 a month in income, and you were able to save $15,000 in taxes during those two years. Okay, well, those are real numbers. I can look at those, sink my teeth into it, and build a plan around that. But if it's just, well, if you delay you know, and you live till 80, you might make more money over the rest of your life. And no one's going to agree to that. Right. Like there's not that's not a convincing argument by any means. But when you understand the way taxes work in in retirement and, you know, no, I'm not a CPA or anything. We have the best tax planning software out there uh, as voted by Tech Magazine, I think a couple years in a row. Uh, But realistically, Uh, We use this, we network with our clients, tax professionals, we refer people to tax professionals if they need it. Uh, But this is something that we do as far as proactive planning goes. You owe taxes to the federal government, whether it's through your social security, whether it's through your IRAs and 401ks, either way, there is a debt to Uncle Sam that you have. And by delaying social security for a year or two, it really allows you to pay off a good chunk of that debt at a much cheaper rate is what I will say. And fortunately, we have all the tools to help people calculate this, understand how it works, see the real numbers, because I don't know, you know, how, like, there's some people that come in, if we're talking about all four reasons, increasing your benefit, increasing the spousal benefit, uh, you know, increasing the survivor benefit, and, you know, also... Uh, potentially saving money on taxes. This isn't good. All four of these aren't going to apply to everybody. Okay. And there is a point in time where I've I've met with people and said, you know what? Honestly, I think you should take Social Security at 62. Huh. Uh there's there, there there's plenty of scenarios where I've come up and run the numbers on people. And even to my own surprise, it's like, wow, I can't even believe this. But I've 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 tested it every which way I know, every way I can think of, run the numbers forwards and backwards through here. Um and honestly, here I'll put three or four scenarios side by side and show Show you what I mean, so you can see the numbers yourself and see, you know, hey, that this is the conclusion I came to when I looked at the numbers. But here, I'll let you take a look at them as well too, and see if you see anything differently than me. So. These are reasons to consider. But what you really need is a detailed analysis. Like you can't just look at Social Security in a vacuum, meaning it's the only thing you look at. If you're only looking at Social Security, then you're missing out on bigger picture things like surviving spouse income, tax savings, uh, even potentially watching out uh, on, 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 you know, on different Medicare options and things like that and understanding how these benefits and how your income plays off of each other in here. But you want to be aware of all that. And that's why we have the clear retirement solution. It's our comprehensive process that we walk you through when you come meet with us in either Worcester or Wadsworth. So we're a local company, uh, but, you know, locally owned and, you know, been here for, let's see, about 12 years now, (laughs) as far as that goes. But, uh, you know, we've been, you know, here trying to help the people of Ohio better understand how to build a plan that helps you increase your confidence that you can retire and hopefully be enjoying the earlier years of retirement without sacrificing. And and, and we're about regrets later in life and to start this complimentary process all you need to do is call 330-804-0123 again that's 330-804-0123 but that's about all the time we have for the wealth of ohio show we're going to be back with more of the Wealth of Ohio podcast where we can continue to dive deeper into the reasons why you should consider delaying Social Security. But, Tony, thanks for, thanks for being here for the show. To all our listeners out there, we hope you have a great week and enjoy uh, the time you have with your family. And we'll see you next time on the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. Cut. Cut.
0: Thank you for listening to Wealth of Ohio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Robert Dodaro at Prism Wealth Management. Call 330-804-0123 or visit them online at wealthofohio.com. Prison Wealth Management LLC is an independent financial service firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services are offered through Prison Wealth Management LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation and welcome back to the wealth of ohio podcasts to the bonus segment for our podcast listeners and we talked a lot about social security and maximizing your social security how and why you might want to do that what do you want to cover in our bonus segment today robert
1: Well, I don't know, Tony. I mean, were there any questions? I mean, I I know I covered a lot of ground in those four reasons there and not all of it. You know, maybe I didn't say anything clearly there, but was there (laughs) anything that jumped out at you? You did. Like, hey, you you know, maybe you want to touch back on that one a little bit in there. Sure. Well, Uh, I think that uh, what people need
0: to know is, um, especially if you have a spouse and a family, when you decide to take your own Social Security benefit Uh, could have a huge impact on your family if you were to pass, right? Mm -hmm. Or when you do pass. I mean, because it happens to the best Mm -hmm. of us. We all pass at some point. So uh, you don't want to leave your loved ones in a bad situation by taking Social Security early at age 62, and then you pass away but your wife didn't really work as much maybe or your spouse Mm -hmm. uh, stayed home more or had a lower-paying job, so they have a lower benefit than yours. Uh, then they're going to be stuck with that lower benefit um, oh, because yeah. you locked in a lower benefit. But if you had let it roll up, uh, then and and you pass, then your spouse gets the larger of the two,
1: right? Well, yeah. And so like, let's play that out. Let's say you're the higher earner and you're older, okay? And you can retire and take your social security and they may have to work a couple more years just to get to the point where they can retire. Uh, but you've done your time and you want to get out, right? I know there's there's probably a lot of listeners out there that feel that way. Um, well, you could still retire, But you may want to consider delaying Social Security because you taking your benefit right away, if we know yours is the surviving benefit, like if one of you dies, that's going to be the surviving benefit, then it may actually make sense while the other spouse is working and you have slightly more income, right? Like they're, you know, when they go on Social Security, you're definitely going to drop income over there. So, uh, you know, while you have your spouse's income, you could use your money for a couple of years and maybe not put as much pressure on the money. Cause at least you have that other income coming in and delay your benefit for a year or two, because we know no matter what, if one of you dies, yours will be the surviving income throughout your life. So it's not, you know, going back to the original problem where people say, well, I don't know if I'm going to live long enough. Okay. Well, you don't, if you have the higher benefit, it's not a matter of whether you live long enough. It's a matter of whether you or your spouse lives long enough, right? Both of you. And odds are one of you is going to live long enough, right? Maybe not both of you, but one of you is going to live long enough to make more money. And since yours is the bigger benefit, you stand to make more money on your benefit by waiting a little bit longer. Yeah. So this is why when you have the bigger benefit, it's so important to evaluate your options first and foremost. Uh, Now, Some people come in and they have similar benefits, right? Like both of them made same amount of money or similar amounts of money throughout their working history. Well, great. One of you start early and one of you wait longer, you know, just to get some money now and, you know, at the same time, build a better surviving benefit for yourself. So. There are different circumstances. It does depend on how much your benefit is. Uh, but yeah, you do want to look at it in terms of not just your own life, but the life of your family, your spouse's life as well too. Um, but you know in, in some cases, uh, there are strategies that at least allow you to start getting some money now while waiting and uh, you know waiting on another benefit to get more. Um, and I will tell you this, it's not often uh, that the, the study that we do comes back and says you should take it at 70. All right. I know a lot of people push for 70. Uh, sometimes you're missing out on money by waiting till 70. Uh, so let's see. What, what do we mean by that? Um, let's say that, for instance, um, your spouse did not earn enough to qualify for their own benefits. Okay. All right. Uh, they cannot turn on their spousal benefit where they get half of your benefit until you turn on yours. So spousal benefit cannot start if yours is not on. So say you and your spouse are the same age. You know, you're both 67 right now, and you plan on waiting till 70. Okay, well, if you, for the years between now and age 70 while you wait, your benefit will go bigger, but your spouse will miss out on three years of the spousal benefit in there as well. So even though you're getting more money, you're losing some in there as well too by waiting. So it's not all like, hey, the long, no matter what, the longer you wait, you're always going to make more money. That's not, that's not the case. There are times where it makes sense to wait. And there are times where it makes sense to go early. Uh, What you need is a comprehensive picture. Like, okay, Robert, yeah, I I see that if I wait for two years after I retire, uh, I'll make more money on social security. Well, how big of a, a dent am I going to put in my money while I'm waiting those two years, right? Like, am I going to put too much of a hurt on my money to where now, yeah, I'll make more from social security, but I won't have any money left, right? No, we that, that's not an effective plan, right? Like we don't want that. But if delaying allows you to get bigger benefits and your surviving spouse to get better benefits at that time as well, too, and you're not putting too big of a dent in your money. Okay, well, then it's worth considering, especially if while you're waiting during that time, you could save potentially thousands of dollars by creating tax efficient strategies uh, during that time. So you got to remember when you're uh, both married and retired, you have the ability to get quite a bit of income every year and pay very little taxes. So you have a lot of strategies in there tax wise uh, that can save you potentially thousands and thousands of dollars each year if you allow yourself to delay Social Security. But you know, if you don't delay Social Security, uh, for for instance, uh, what was it? The the numbers I ran earlier we showed seventy five thousand um, dollars. Uh, that we were taking out, or no, sorry, uh, that was one example, but there was, uh, we looked at $40,000 as well too. And in that $40,000, there was just under $4,000 of taxes. So just under 10% that that they could take. Um, and then we went back and said, okay, social security increases in a couple of years. Uh, if we wanted to take the same $40,000 out, when that happens, it was going to cost her over $9,000 in taxes to get that same amount of money out. So you have to understand that when Social Security starts, um, you could be paying substantially more taxes. So this is this is one way I kind of settle the debate between conservatives and liberals on, you know, can can people in lower tax brackets pay higher rates? Yes, they can if they are retired. Okay, Uh, because when you're retired, Taxes are calculated differently, okay? It's not the same picture. Um, and if you don't have visuals in front of you, if you can't see the numbers, then it's not going to make as much sense. And this is why we put such an emphasis on showing people the numbers. Um, and heck, even when you see the numbers, sometimes it's still hard to grasp it. It just takes a little bit of time and you know a little bit of work and you know some conversations, ask some questions. But that's why we have financial advisors. That's why we, we do what we do is to help people understand, no, no, no. Here's where it benefits you. Here's where it hurts you. Let's put them side by side and see what the pluses and minuses are. Okay. And then from there, you can decide which one you think looks better to you. Okay, great. If this is what you like, then we're going to start that part of the plan. We know we're going to wait a little while on Social Security, or we're going to take it right away. You know, in the end, it's your life, it's your money, it's what you want to do, and it's the fun you want to have. But you need to at least investigate what options you have, right? Like if you want to have a confident retirement, you can't go into it blindfolded. You got you to gotta do a little bit of work. You right. got to do a little bit of research. You got to see what your options are uh, and hopefully have someone put the picture in context for you to help you understand. I always say, what are the needle movers, so to speak? Like when I change numbers in your plan, uh, you know, for, for someone I'm meeting with right now, actually, we showed them it doesn't really matter what age they take Social Security. We showed them at 62, 65, 67 and 70. And in the end, their plan came out all pretty darn close to each other. There really wasn't that big of a difference. However, once we went back and started putting in tax planning and other things, all of a sudden, the 67 option tended to look a little bit better uh, in that situation and stand the test of time a little bit more with it as well. So. You want to have that full picture. You want to have that comprehensive picture. And when you're talking about retirement planning, comprehensive is looking at income, investments, tax-efficient strategies, healthcare planning, and legacy options. If you're not looking at all five of those, you could potentially be missing, missing something that costs you and your family thousands, tens of thousands, potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, in retirement. And these are the mistakes that we want to help people avoid. Uh, we don't want you giving away all, like you didn't do all that work. You didn't stress over the money, especially in the past couple of years we've had of the market going up and down and all that. You didn't go through all this so you could make no profit for yourself. Right. Like, and and personally, I don't care if I die. I want the profits to go to my family. I don't want the profits to go to the government. So I didn't do all that work so I could profit nothing for myself. If you want to profit, then you got to be able to do the work. And if not, you need to find a financial professional who can help you do the work or do the work for you. And we're here to help you do the work. And in a lot of cases, we do the work for you. But we need you to help us make some decisions. It's your life. We don't want to make all the decisions for you. We want you to be able to take some control and build some confidence so that way you can go in and hopefully have that dream retirement that you've always been thinking about. So it starts with a simple phone call. All you got to do is call 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804. 804-0123. And we'll get you scheduled either for a time to talk with me or come meet with me in one of the offices uh, in Worcester or Wadsworth. And, you know, we can talk a little bit about what your plans are for retirement, how we can kind of help you build, uh, you know, a plan that's there to help you through those processes and help answer some of these hard questions that you have before you. Uh, Meanwhile, show you how different options we have for managing your money uh, to help you, you know, get better performance, get better, Uh, Well, you know, the goal obviously is to get better performance, you know, in there as well. But what that what that means to you might be a little bit different to everybody else. I always ask people, like, do you want someone do you want an advisor who's always chasing the best return or do you want an advisor who's legally obligated to act in your best interest? Right. There there are two different things in there. If you want someone that's always going to go after the big returns, well, then guess what? You've got to be willing to take the big losses as well, too, when they're not right. And for most people, that's not what they're looking for. I know it's nice. We all want the thing that makes us the most money without risk and all that. But reality is, uh, you know, there's not one product that's going to do everything you need for the rest of your life. You need a comprehensive strategy for your money. You need a comprehensive strategy for your wealth. And you need a comprehensive strategy for your estate to make sure that you're putting yourself in the best position to confidently go through retirement. And that's what the Clear Retirement Solution is all about. And we're happy to provide it to anyone who calls 330-804-0123. I think that's about all the time we have for the bonus segment. We probably went a little long on that bonus segment. (laughs) Don't (laughs) worry. Tony, always a pleasure getting together with you. I hope you have a great rest of your week. To all our listeners out there, thank you for tuning in to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. We hope you guys have a great rest of your week.
0: All right, and that does it for today's episode of the Wealth of Ohio Show and Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.